Well, I was working on Christmas Day. <laughs> and what were you doing? Um, I was uh, actually uh, grading uh, exams because I had an exam for my master course uh, just uh, the week before the Christmas break. And uh, I actually took it to home to my parents and I graded the exams then because, well, I didn't, I didn't see when else I would do them. So I just thought, well, I'll just do them now. Do you sometimes feel that the work pressure at the university is getting out of balance? Or do you believe that being continuously occupied is just part of the academic job? We had a conversation about this subject and we thought it is worth sharing with you. I am Stanley Faez and this is the voice of Utrecht Academy. My name is Susanne Knittel. I'm assistant professor in comparative literature. And one of my bad habits is to go back to work after dinner for another hour or two in the evening. So basically work between 9 and 11. I try not to do that. But if I don't do that, uh, I get anxious. Uh, and simply the time during the day isn't enough, isn't enough isn't enough. My name is João Trevuch. I'm an assistant professor in sedimentology. I spend most of my weekends when I'm teaching uh, going through slides and making slides and preparing my lectures and reading for my lectures uh, to the point that then I actually do not spend the weekends uh, doing stuff uh, that is not related to my work. My name is Rianke Reinoud and I'm an associate professor in private law. Uh, I'm a full-time working mom of a one-year-old kid and uh, I only see her in the evenings between 6 and 8 and in the weekends. Uh, but then after dinner I start working again. So my kid is handing their Lego to me and I'm throwing it away because I need time to check my email and read my articles. I'll get this uh, extra time after dinner to uh, to check the code and then read the articles and actually if I look back in the past few months, uh, after dinner was the only time that I read articles. And why do you do that? Because I need to get things done. It's mostly the emailing and uh, just uh, to keep on top of my email. I feel like I need to do that because if it, if I let one or two days slip, it goes so down, far down in my email feed that I forget about it. Uh, I quit working on Sundays because I did that for 10 years now. So I only had one Saturday with my partner uh, and but uh, just a month ago I started stopped working on Sundays because I 
did indeed work six days a week with a one-year-old kid. Uh, but I stopped in order to get my family life going again. Uh, but now I'm stressed out because I cannot manage to do my work in five days. It's mostly the email um, and organizing a lot of stuff which could be done by others, uh, but does not happen the way I would like to uh, see everything happening. I've basically given up. Uh, email has become a to-do list where others decide what I do with my time. And, and I've, uh, I've, I've started to feel that if I would allow the email to govern my life, that I wouldn't be able to do what I actually need to be doing. And uh, right now, uh, uh, at, uh, when my inbox reaches 100 emails, which actually have things uh, that somehow should be important, I just press Apple A and then I hit delete. And I hope that if it's important, uh, people will just email me again. It's bad, isn't it? The feeling of uh, ecstasy and of release uh, is, is worth it. Because you really see that empty inbox and you think, ah, and you can go and, you know, write your papers, read papers, prepare teaching. During Christmas break, uh, during the day, I graded midterm essays uh, of my students in the time between meals and family time. And then at night until 1 or 2 a.m., I uh, read um, contributions to an edited volume that I'm co-editing. most sad situation I've had in the last six months, I think. And then in November, I had to work for seven days a week, four weeks in a row. And um, at one point in time, my husband said, I cannot imagine and I cannot manage, manage the housekeeping anymore. And Floor is only crying and you need to help us. And then I told him, I cannot help you guys because I need to work because I have to give a workshop next week that I have to prepare. And that was really, in the end, that was the moment that I told myself, I'm never ever gonna work in the weekend anymore because I need to keep my family life running instead of, well, then it could just draw in the depth and um, have, a, have a very fast divorce after getting married in August. One absurd moment for me, I still remember, was that uh, beginning of this month, uh, 
five students at the same time started their projects in uh, in our group. The day before they wanted to start, I really had this panic attack, middle of the night. So I woke up and I uh, opened my uh, Evernote. That's where I kept things organizing. One by one, started writing project definitions for these people with the first steps they have to do and uh, uh, literature uh, they have to study and I had to find it. And I think it was like six that I went to sleep and uh, seven uh, I went up and then started the work of day. And I mean, waking up because of busy mind, that's my most troublesome thing. And so I have, uh, I started this sleep therapy, but then I stopped it because, you know, with the combination of less coffee and uh, not looking at the screen before sleeping. So having at least half an hour of paper read before sleeping, it's sort of solved uh yeah but uh my partner was very much complaining because i wake up her very much at the three o'clock in the morning all the time that i wake up and i think that's one reason also she tells me that okay if you have a busy mind do it now don't bring it to the to the bed just mentioned waking up i actually i'm blessed that i, I typically i sleep like a rock must be because i'm a geologist i don't know but last week uh, so, no, this week. So next week I'm teaching a, a week for a course that is not my own. And uh, it starts Wednesday. And today's Friday. So it was Tuesday. I woke up at 3 a.m. and I jumped out of my bed in a panic, rushed downstairs, opened my laptop, opened the calendar. And, ah, it's next week. You know, this type of, you, you just lose control of what you're doing. Well, I'm a bit surprised that you guys have the same problem as I do, because I think three times a week I wake up at three o'clock in the morning or two o'clock in the morning and I don't sleep anymore. And it's, I always blame my kid when I go to work, like Flora has had a bad night, but in essence it was me who was having a bad, bad night, night and start crying in the middle of the night and, and, and well, yeah. Uh, and then. My husband always tells me it's PMS, but it isn't because it's like throughout the whole month. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. No. So last year, I was away from home for four and a half months uh, with field work, conferences, uh, and teaching field work. Um, and uh, of course, my husband, he comments on it. He doesn't find it bad because he understands that I love what I do and I love my job and I work so hard for my career. Um, but he does comment on it and that does bother me. And um, What does he say? He says, well, you were away for my birthday, for example. So I haven't been able to be uh, for his birthday for the past four years because I'm in the field with students. And uh, coincidentally, I'm also away in the field for our wedding anniversary. And, uh, and it's small things. And we do, we do have a relationship and, 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 and a way of doing things where we don't value those token days that much because we try to make it our wedding anniversary every day, you know. But still, you know, still the fact that he mentions it does, does bother me because I wish it weren't like that. Um, no, I'm not saying that uh, that I will stop uh, doing that field work because it does bring me great joy and, and I really love doing it and it's an essential part of my, my work. I am a field geologist, but uh, it's the piling up. 
because it's, uh, I, I suppose if I went away for four and a half months, but every evening I wouldn't have to work, and every weekend I wouldn't have to work, then I guess the comments wouldn't be there. But because I'm away in the field, and then for several evenings I work for a few hours, and for uh, several weekends I work uh, uh, during hours uh, of the weekend, I, I guess that's the problem, you know? And the most disturbing thing is when I, you, I heard you saying like, I, I'd rather not do this anymore. The cynical voice in me tells me, well, then you're not a scientist. You should quit your job. Yeah. And I know. I know that a lot of people who are hearing this are thinking this. Oh, yeah. You should quit your job as a scientist if you don't want to work seven days a week. Oh, I know. But that's like the most... That's why we know that science or, or universities are a bit sick. Like... Yeah. We shouldn't think this uh, altogether. No, no, I know. We, I mean, we can work hard and we can do a lot of hours and we can work flexible in the evenings. And, but there should be time to, uh, to, to, to again have the energy to continue to do the good stuff. It boils down to if you love what you do, if you love your job, your job is your hobby. And then the boundaries between what you're doing because you you take great joy out of it and what you're doing because you must, they, they fade. What I have problem with this hard work thing, which I hear a lot, is that I actually don't think it's good for science. Because if science is in essence about creativity, and if you are continuously involved in something, you are not in your creative mode. You no. will be going into your creative mode where you can separate yourself. And I think the fact that it becomes mainstream to work hard and harder and don't detach is in essence bad for yeah, I fully agree. creativity. The most creative ideas that I've had was during my pregnancy leave and the four months afterwards where I didn't have to teach. And I had full swing research time and no obligations to hand in research proposals, etc. And that's when I came up with my new ideas for the, few, for the coming few years. If you see that work and life of some academics around you have lost their balance or feel stressed yourself, it can help when you talk about it with your peers and trusted colleagues. It can be uplifting and sometimes you might even get a hug. And 
So I, I fully appreciate it. You were telling me that story, and I just wanted to hug you. Because that's like, I know, right? You can I'm hug. a bit sad. We can <laughs> hug. Oh, let's hug. <laughs>